Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Let's Be Real. I'm your host, Joe Mambu. This is episode 139 called Sign and Trade. I'm reporting live from the sanctuary. Uh, what's going on, everyone? I hope you guys are having a really good Sunday. Certain things I want to talk about. You're talking about sign and trade. You're probably wondering, what's that talking about? Here, uh, us here at Lake Nation are wanting to just acquire all the stars, right? Talking about the uh, the Damian Lillards. We're talking about the Russell Westbrook, even Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan. Lonzo Ball is might, might even come back. Us Lakers fans could surely be delusional. So I want to talk about how some of those can actually happen, right? But before we do that, I also want to talk about the um, Aaron Rodgers situation there in Green Bay. It's been a just an abysmal situation where Aaron Rodgers and is uh, basically telling the Packers, nah, I don't want to come back, man. Um, he's not really about playing for the Green Bay Packers anymore. He's seen what Tom Brady's getting over in, there in Tampa. He's seen it's the Tampa Bay show over there in um, Tampa Bay. And uh, Aaron Rodgers wants some of that. Uh, Brian Gutenkes and front management is not seeming not to do that. And um, a lot of people think it's the Jordan Love situation, right? A lot of people are saying like, oh, well, you know, the Packers, they drafted, they went to go get Jordan Love. Um, they went to go get Jordan Love, uh, who was first round pick, and uh, to be the successor of um, uh, Aaron Rodgers. It may be some of that. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's probably what fueled his MVP season, right? But I don't think it's totally that. Uh, there's another um, Green Bay Packer standout that's having contract issues with Brian Gutekissen and the front uh, front office uh, management of the Green Bay Packers, and that is one Devontae Adams, right? Devontae Adams is in the last year's contract. Uh, for Listen, 28 years old in the prime of his career, uh, four Pro Bowls with his tenure with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, this guy is super stout, man. And listen, Brian Gutekissen and, you know, the Packers don't can't seem to get it right, right? Like, if you have a if you have a uh, issue with Rodgers, right? Listen, the 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 way you could try to solve and mend that is maybe signing the guys that he want, right? Like, there's no reason why for months now contract talks between Devontae Adams and the Packers, it, it, you know, is a thing, especially when you know you have Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, that's his main target. It's not like the third string guy. Right. Like this is his number one guy. Uh, and Packers just seem they, they can't seem to get it right. And it sucks. I'm a Green Bay fan. <laughs> a little biased. That's why I wrote about this today uh, about the Green Bay Packers. But, um, yeah, it kind of sucks, man, because, you know, your star receiver and your star quarterback and, you, you know, you can't get it right. Right. And this is the thing. It's like it, what makes it even worse. Right. Is. um like Rodgers and Brady have real admiration for each other, right? Like Roger, Tom Brady is the GOAT, right? Like Tom Brady is the GOAT of all quarterbacks, right? All time. There's no question, right? But before Mahomes came along, Aaron Rodgers was probably the most talented QB ever, right? And he sees everything that's Brady's getting because they're hanging out hanging out playing golf doing tournaments together chilling they seem like they really have having fun when you see them on social media together conversations 
is happening between Rodgers and Brady. Where Brady's probably like putting a little battery in Rodgers back. I don't think so. But listen, this is no longer New England Tom Brady, right? This is Tom Brady. This is Tom Bay. Uh, and um, he's he's about letting people know what it should be about, right? He's more open. He's more candid. We saw some of that on the shop where he was mad, where, you know, a team was like, we ain't gonna, you ain't going to pick me. You know, it's just things like that where, you know, Aaron is, is getting some of that. And the pushback from Green Bay, you know, isn't helping the situation. Right. You draft a successor in Jordan Love and Jordan Love is probably a great guy. Right. Rogers knows a little bit of that because he was Brett Favre's successor. And he sat on the bench for, for three years. It's been a long time. Uh, I'm a huge Brett Favre guy. Not his political views or his, you know, or his social views, but uh, I'm a fan of the player more of the more than the person. But um, yeah, so it, r listen, Rogers and Brady. Rodgers is seeing everything that Brady gets, right? He's seeing everything that Brady gets. He and, and they're having conversation, and he doesn't understand if he's such a value valuable piece. Probably the, he's he's the most valuable piece to the Green Bay Packers organization. Why is it such push pushback, right? You know, and the crazy thing is, right? Um, you know, an interview in ESPN Sports Center, Rodgers kind of alluded to the fact that um, his beef has, you know, the beef is nothing fin financially because he just turned down a, a two-year contract. He has three years left on his four-year deal, which was, uh, I think at the time, 134 mil, right? 134 mil. Uh, he has three years left on that contract that he signed in the middle of training camp in 2018. Right, the Packers was offering him two more years, making him the highest uh, quarterback, highest paid player in the NFL. He turned that down, but you know the reason why he turned that down prior to that extension, because the Packers knew that talks were just going to fizzle. You know, they try to restructure his three, his remaining three years left on his one hundred eighty-four million dollar deal that he signed in two thousand eighteen. And he wasn't having it. So the Packers came back to the drawing board and offered the extension. Right. And a, a little bit to me seems like Rodgers know he has all the cards. Right. And he may just be he may just be holding out for his man. Right. Where, yo, pay my man Devonte, and holla at me coming back because I want a long term deal. Or I'm going to Denver. And now there's even reports of him retiring because Gutekiss said he's not trading Rodgers. No way, no how. And I get it. With three years left on your contract, you gonna play for the for the for the for the Green Bay Packers, right? Like that's what you know Gutekiss is thinking. And Rodgers is like, well, fuck all that. I'll forego all that money and retire, sit out for a year, and go wherever the hell I want. Which you know. The money not the issue, right? The money's not the issue for Rodgers because Rodgers just turned down that extension that would have made him the high, highest paid player in the NFL. Think more is about the front office and and you know hiring, you know Matt Lafleur, not without his you know without putting him in the loop, 
not paying Devontae Adams. You know what I mean? It's, 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 a, it's a level of disrespect, and I feel like Rodgers can hold things very personal. Uh, he could be, you know, he could take thing. He could take things very personal. And listen, Green Bay, y'all disrespecting him, and he's letting you know that there probably will be a time where number twelve is not behind center because you guys did a just a numerous amount of infractions that has made Rodgers. Like, hey, I'm ready to turn my back on, on on the Packers, right? So you got the Jordan Love, which he said is not that, but that definitely fooled his MVP season. The hiring of Matt Lafleur, you know, what I'm saying Matt Lafleur, and uh, not paying Devontae Adams, right? Not like not fixing that, right? Because now it's like, well, yeah, we, we'll sign you, Rogers. We'll give you this extension, but you ain't gonna have no weapons, right? You're not you're not gonna have your number one receiver, which uh. Uh, is rated the number one receiver uh, in the NFL, right, as of right now. 18 touchdowns last season, fifth among all receivers when it came to yards. Devontae Adams is special. He's 28 years old. He wants his money because he's almost on the other side of 30, right? Green Bay, y'all got to shore that up, right? And a public apology to Aaron Rodgers would be nice too, right? Just say, hey, I'm sorry for taking Jordan Love and – you know, discrediting your greatness, thinking that you were becoming, that you were starting to go over the hill. I mean, the Packers been 13-3 and for the past two seasons. He's not over the hill. I've seen Rodgers many times take the Green Bay Packers and single-handedly, right? Doesn't have the best receiver core. It does have a stud at Devontae Adams. But single-handedly take these guys to 13-3. 13 to 3 records back to back. Now, is has Green Bay defense got a little bit better? Yeah, sure. You know, okay, that's fine. But it all ends and starts. It all starts and ends with Aaron Rodgers. So Green Bay, I advise you to make the deal. I just want to I just want to uh, read something real quick that uh, Aaron Rodgers talked about regarding his issues with the Green Bay Packers, right? I'm going to read that real quick. So he says uh, this was, was a interview for, uh, for SportsCenter, uh, and he says, I think sometimes people forget what really makes an organization. History is important, legacy of so many people who've come before you, but the people, that's the most important thing. The people make the organization. The people make the business. Sometimes that gets forgotten. Culture is built brick by brick. The foundation of, it's, the foundation of it by the people not by the organization, not by the building, not by the corporation. It's built by the people. He goes on to say, I've been fortunate enough to play with a number of amazing, amazing people and got got to work for some amazing people as well. Right. He's talking about front, definitely talking about players front organization. Right. And it's those people that build that the foundation of those entities. I think sometimes we forget that, you know. So when what i get from this statement what rogers is talking about he's definitely talking about the players right because who is he working with day in and day out you know what i'm saying does management come to the field the coaches yeah the coaches come you know he's talking about the players talking about the players and he's talking about the personnel coaches right it was a regime change for the coaches right 
It was a regime change for Aaron Rodgers, which wasn't notified about the hiring, Matt LaFleur and his guys. Right? And so that hurts. I feel like he's talking about, you know, those people that spent all those years in Green Bay, sacrificed, did for him, you know, provided for him. They're not there. You know, and Matt LaFleur has done a really good job. But he's lucky to have Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, 13 and 3. Uh, these past two seasons. So Green Bay has a lot to do, right? And like I said, what I get from this statement, Aaron Rodgers is definitely talking about coaching staffs, talking about the management, personnel, even in, uh, you know, Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra. He's talking about a star receiver, Devontae Adams. If the Green Bay Packers doesn't want Aaron to retire or don't, have, or don't want to force to have to, it <laughs> wouldn't be a forced trade, to tell you the truth. He'll gladly take Denver. But you got to do right by the people who works in, um, I was going to say Soldier Field. Ugh, that's the Bears. In Lambeau Field, right? Let's sign Devontae Adams. Let's give Aaron Rodgers some personnel decision, right? Because his, his boy, who he's been hanging out a lot with, Tom Brady, is probably telling him how to do it. Because Tom Brady did it for about, what 20 years and um what's his blood? new england and now he's having the time of his life in tampa bay and he's telling Aaron Rodgers, you can have that too you're just as good as me right and, and you know him retiring for a year right still working out practicing you know what i mean he come back hey man i'm a denver bronco you know what i'm saying the, the, the 2022 2023 season so it can happen. So Green Bay, you got to do a good job. And this is from a Green Bay fan who's been a Green Bay fan for a very long time. And uh, just do right by Rodgers, do right by Devontae, and, and include the man on some personnel decision. That ain't hard, right? And say, apologize in public, because you should. It's Aaron Rodgers, all right? Okay, guys, so on to the next topic. You know, this is all for my Lakers fans, right? Sign and trade, sign and trade. You know, if you don't know, the Lakers are talking about getting several players, right? The, the Lakers are talking about, sorry, excuse me, excuse me. The Lakers are t- talking about getting quite a few players, right? And you know, Laker Nation, we do this all the time because you know, sometimes we come up with the big trade. If it ain't for Kareem, it's for Shaq, and you know, not Shaq, Dwight Howard at the time when he was, you know, you know, in all his power and glory coming from Orlando. We get guys, you know, as recent as Anthony Davis, right? LeBron James, even though he just walked over there. He wasn't going to finish his career in Cleveland. It's too cold. No one wants to be there, right? But this is what we do. But the Lakers are in uncertain times, right? They were the champions two years ago, and that was great. And this year, they were a first-round exit. And... You know, they lost Rajon Rondo. They had playoff Rondo when they won the championship, but he's not there. And the Lakers ended up getting Dennis Schroeder thinking, you know, he, he was a solid piece on OKC, but he was coming off the bench. Remember that. Dennis Schroeder was a solid piece coming uh, for the Lakers. Um, but, you know, we, we were thinking he could be that third option behind Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Are we still considering... Anthony Davis being the number one option, like the guy can't stay healthy. 
And I want to talk about that for a little bit. I have a huge problem the way Anthony Day, like he needs to do something different with his training regimen. Maybe he needs to stretch more, right? Maybe he needs to get with LeBron and find out how he does with, uh, you know, putting pumping $2 million into his body to, to stay right. But even LeBron James, man in Laker uniform, that age is catching up. Right, that that age is catching up. Dealt with a dealt with a uh, uh, ankle sprain this past season. He came back in time for the playoffs, but it was never really LeBron James. And this is where they got bumped out by the eventual Western Conference champions, the Phoenix Suns. And listen, Lakers fans, the Laker organization, Laker Nation, stand up. We need to do something. Right, we we need to figure out how we could get back to the mountaintop. But we also need to figure out how we're gonna get past the age of LeBron James. Right? Uh can Anthony Davis be that number one if LeBron James isn't there? Right, so I go back. The reason why Anthony Davis looked so good, right, is was because LeBron James was there. And advanced scouting. They're worrying about LeBron James foremost, and then Anthony Davis as the second option, right? Which then Frank Vogel was able to plan to make Anthony Davis the prominent uh, option on the offense, right? It's a little bit of like when LeBron James went to Miami, and you know we all know how that first that first uh, finals went with LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Bosh. Huge meltdown. But that's because they didn't know who to give the keys to. And I feel like the Lakers are dealing with, they're trying to give the keys to Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis is injury prone, so LeBron has to keep taking the keys, right? Uh, Dwayne Wade was there to guide and mentor LeBron James. Now, we ain't going to say, you know, you know D-Wade ain't do that. But l- listen, the reason why LeBron has four titles is because D-Wade taught him how to get titles while being a standout contributor along with Chris Bosh on those championship teams, right? And we can see that Lakers team kind of being like that Miami Heat's team, right? Where, listen, people just wanted to come and get that veterans minimum, right? But if the Lakers want a third star, he ain't, listen, you're not picking him up in free agency. You got to do a sign and trade, right? So you got guys coming off the book. You got guys like, first of all, Montrez, if he saw, if he opts in to his 9.7 mil, they can use that as a sign and trade. Kyle Kuzma, $13 million kicks in next year. He signed a three-year, $40 million deal. So that's an average annual salary of 13 mil per season, right? And some dollar signs. And then you got... You got KCP, but I don't think he's going anywhere because he's a clutch sports client. You know what I'm saying? That's LeBron's guy, even though he would help tremendously in a sign and trade, getting him off, getting him off your books to get a superstar point guard. Right. Um, So you have KCP. You got Montrez. Now you can, you know. You have to re- you have to resign Schroeder, right? So in order for a sign and trade to work, even with Schroeder, 
Schroeder has to be willing to go to whatever team. He has to sign that contract be knowing that he's not going to be a Laker, that he's going to get traded to a destination that he may not find favorable. Now, there's several destinations because we're looking at several players, right? Um, and then you have to do the job of re-signing, um, what's his name, THT, right? Taylor Horton Tucker and Alex Caruso, who are key rotational players, who, if I'm Lakers fans, I'm not trying to do that because they can contribute to the future of the Lakers after after um, LeBron James leave, right? They're really good solid players. But anybody who you're trying to get, THT wants to be included. Matter of fact, one person we're going to talk about now is Kyle Lowry. The trade deadline came and went, right? Obviously, because the season's over. But the reason why we didn't get Kyle Lowry, because the Lakers, Rob Palenka, didn't want to part ways with um, THT. And now Masai was like, listen, if you want Kyle Lowry, you got to listen. THC got to come. THC is going to be a really good player, right? He's sound fundamentally. I watch his game. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let's talk about the guys a little bit. Who? So we're talking about potential Lakers guards or pickups. So top three, Chris Paul, uh, Russell Westbrook. We're talking about Damian Lillard um, and Kyle Lowry, number four. Include him. Right. Kyle Lowry thing is interesting, though. But let's talk about the Chris Paul thing. Chris Paul is an anomaly because he's owed like 40 plus mil next year for the Lakers to get that. They would ha definitely have to do a sign and trade, including Kuzma, um, Kuzma, uh, KCP, Dennis Schroeder or Montrez Harrell or THT or Caruso. Right. Because Caruso and THT are made are. They're going to get uh, mid-level excep exceptions, non-tax, which for Caruso would be 7.5, and I think anywhere for THT, uh, 11 mil plus. Now, these are hypotheticals, right? These are hypothetical numbers to do the math for the trade, for the signing trade. Um, so you could get Kyle Lowry. You could get Damian Lillard and, and Westbrook or Chris Paul by doing this sign and trade. These are the guys you can get. And then if you get one of those guys, obviously you you make your roster bare. So then the other guys will have to come with veterans minimums, right? Another guy who you may be able to get a two for one. And if I'm the Lakers, this is what I would do. Lakers need point guard play. Right, they need to get the ball out of LeBron James' hands because LeBron James is wearing down in front of our eyes. You have to get Kyle Lowry. The reason why I would go after Kyle Lowry is like, you crazy, you crazy man. You got Damian Lillard, you got Chris Paul. I hear you, but you strip the cupboard if you go after those guys. Damian Lillard is great, right? They make him a championship contender team, but he's thirty-one years old. You know, I want somebody, I want somebody, if I'm the Lakers, I would go through the draft. They do have the number one 22, the number 22 pick in this year's NBA draft. If I'm the Lakers, I'm drafting a point guard. But listen, Lakers is win now, Mo. LeBron James is win now, Mo, so I get it. So Lillard, Westbrook, Westbrook wouldn't be a good fit. 
because I think Westbrook is erratic, even though he can get crazy amount of assists. Um, Damian Lillard would be a guy, but he's not a guy who averages a lot of assists. You know what I'm saying? He's in that Steph Curry range. Great shooter, great offensive threat. He's going to put pressure on you. But, um, yeah, not doing much defensively. He's 31 years old. If you're in win-now mode, you go for that. Westbrook is too erratic. Right, he has a tendency of playing with superstars because he has to be the show. I think it would be Westbrook. I think Westbrook would actually be better in New York. Um, but you look at a guy like Kyle Lowry, who's a low maintenance star player, all star player, all star tier level player. I don't know what he is at this point in his career. Um, but there's a certain buddy of his will most likely come and take a pay cut. Maybe right. I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I might be wrong, but I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm a little delusional, all right? If you get Cal Lowry, you may be able to get DeMar DeRozan, who's an unrestricted free agent. Made 27 mil last year for the San Antonio Spurs. Now, he ain't giving me nothing three-point-wise, but man, can he get his own bucket. That takes a lot of pressure off of LeBron James, and Anthony Davis, especially Anthony Davis, if Anthony Davis gets injured. I like DeMar DeRozan, and he's a Kobe guy, and he's from California. So if you get Kyle Lowry, you may get DeMar, right? Or, you know, they could do what those other guys did in Brooklyn now. Take less money. And when I'm talking about the mother guy, I'm talking about KD, and I'm talking about um, Kyrie Irving. They took about $10 million less to give their boy DeAndre some money. Right. So can we see that? Another alternative is when you talk about the Brooklyn Nets situation, comparing it to the Lakers situation. Now getting Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony getting three of the four banana boat buddies. And you know what? We may get Dwayne Wade out of retirement. I doubt him. That's the delusional Laker fan shit. But if what those guys did in Brooklyn for DeAndre Jordan, can Chris Paul kind of do that for his buddy LeBron James? You know what I'm saying? Can he kind of do that for his buddy Carmelo Anthony, who the past two seasons he's been playing on, on veterans minimum, still contributing, gave me 13.5, shooting above 40% from three? That helped the Lakers tremendously, tremendously off the bench. And you still have THC and Alex Caruso. You get rid of, uh, you get rid of, uh, what's his name, though? Marcus Saul. He's a glacier. But can the banana boat buddies, the banana boat buddies willing to, you know, Chris Paul willing to take a discount to get, get that chip? Show he's still a viable, value, viable and valuable option. Right? Dude, Chris Paul says, hey, man, I really want to win a championship. I sniffed the finals for the first time in my career. Do I want to go ahead and win a championship with LeBron James? Now, would it mean as much as he did if he won in Phoenix? No. But if LeBron James and Anthony Davis go down for a game and Chris Paul steps up for one of those games in the finals or even in the playoffs, Chris Paul, you will be legend. We are not going to be talking about your rings. You are 36 years old. Carmelo's 37. LeBron James is turning 36. And your, young, your one young superstar is in Anthony Davis, who may not be there. Chris Paul, your legacy will be intact if you were to play for the Los Angeles Lakers. But Chris Paul, you deserve your money, man, because you, you was hooping.
You was hooping. Now, we know Melo's willing to play for anybody. Well, well he played for his buddy, right? Get that banana boat, and y'all could get rings and ride off into the sunset. LeBron got a few more years. He waiting for Bronny. But at least Chris Paul and, and Carmelo, you guys can ride, ride off into the sunset. You know what I mean? Um, but listen, if I'm the Lakers, I, I'm not going after Westbrook. Another option they're talking about is Bradley Bill. Now, Bradley Bill is great if you want to have something for the future. He definitely wants outside of Washington. If you could get Bradley Bill and pair him with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, your future as, uh, you know, as Lakers fans, as Lakers organization is set. Those are two really stout guys, especially when Anthony Davis is healthy. Bradley Bill hate his game, but he can hoop. He could hoop. He was uh, almost won the scoring title, but, you know, Curry had a year and outbeat him. But if you want to win a title now and protect your future, as a Laker fan, as an organization, I'm going after Bradley Bill. Hate his game, but he could hoop. Um, obviously, same scenario, side and trade with the guys that I talked about. KCP, De uh, Schroeder. Kuzma right at this point we don't want Kuzma even Montrezl Harrell the guys I want to keep the guys I want to bring back who are free agents are Caruso and THT and I don't care if Montrez signs and opts into his contract that 9.7 mil hey opt in because they'll make it easy for us to trade you right um if you want to have crazy amount of firepower I'm going with Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan Right, um, I wouldn't go after Lillard. I don't see the point. I wouldn't go after Westbrook. I don't see the point. Chris Paul, if he's willing to take a discount like those guys did in Brooklyn and bring along Carmelo Anthony, who has taken a huge discount the past two seasons. Because the guy's shooting 40% from three. Sorry, that's a bug because I'm in the sanctuary, which is like an oasis. But a guy like that who, who's been shooting 40% from the field, taking... Listen, come on, Chris Paul. Get 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 look get look get a little money to uh to uh what's his name? Carmelo Anthony. You know what I'm saying? And why Melo now on Team USA? He probably opt out, but listen. That's it for this episode. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh it was fun. It's kind of hard to talk to yourself, but it's all good. I have stuff to talk about, write about the stuff that I like. But uh I hope you guys enjoy your Sunday. Fuck the work week. Unless, you know, whatever, you own your own business. I mean, whatever. If, if you're working, clap, you know, give yourself a pat on the back. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Let's Be Real. I'm Joe Mambu. This was episode 139, Sign the Trade. If you have any questions and comments, make sure to hit us up at lbrstalk at gmail.com. You can go to the Facebook uh, page where Big Sherm does a great job of writing dope content in between episodes. Make sure to catch us on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on Instagram, and you know you can catch us if, you, if you're catching the tail end of this episode, if you didn't catch the whole episode in its entirety, you can make sure you can do that on YouTube. Is YouTube is real? Just go to Let's Be Real Sports, uh, and that's another episode in the bag. Like I said, you guys enjoy your Sunday, and uh, Lakers fans, we got this. Peace. This has been a Gifted Sounds podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. For more podcasts, please visit giftedsounds.com. Thank you.